Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on 94.1 KBXL. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA here in Idaho, and uh, with me today is a special guest um, who actually plays basketball over at uh, NNU. He's on the men's basketball team, Gabe Murphy. Gabe, it's great to have you on the show today. Thanks for taking the time to be here. Oh, of course, anytime. It's good being here. <laughs> well, Gabe, I know you're a redshirt sophomore over there at mm-hmm. NNU playing basketball and um, six foot nine. And uh, uh, what position are you playing over there at NNU? And how are, how are things going this fall as you guys are training? Uh, I play center. I'm the big man in the paint. Um, I, everything's been going pretty well. Um, it's just really, this is really a weird time. It's been weird trying to like get training and uh, playing done when like all that we have a lot of these like COVID regulations and restrictions and things like that. Like there's certain things that we can and can't do. And it's a lot of new stuff, but we've been learning to roll with the punches and it's been, it's been all right. It's been pretty good. Well, cool. Well, Gabe, um, I know um, you guys, uh, uh, Coach Rush over there is doing a great job. And uh, you, you actually came here to, to Idaho to play in and you from, um, from California. You, you were down there in Modesto. I know you were a Modesto, played at Modesto Christian and uh, uh uh, you uh, you guys were uh, what three times sectional champs in California, and you guys yeah. didn't lose a game. Wow, that, that sounds like a, a didn't lose a league game. Um, wow, sounds like a sounds like a great team that you were a part of down there. Yeah, it, it was a great team. We had a lot of we had a lot of culture already built into the school, which was something that was really nice. Like we had a really big like work hard winning culture, and like we always made sure that. Like being at a Christian school, we always make sure to put God first and things, and things like that. So that also helped, like keeping our head on heads on straight when we were doing our studies as well, and making sure that we were handling handling ourselves appropriately on and off the court. Wow. So, how did you end up then coming to a Division II NNU in Nampa, Idaho? How how did that all <laughs> how did that all happen? Um, Coach Rush came down and he was recruiting me pretty hard. He had sent a couple of coaches down there to watch me play a few times. And one of the main things he preached was like loving the guy next to you. Like well, our main and most important job in our culture and in our program is to love other guys. And so that culture was really what brought me here. He also brought me here on a visit in October. And I remember like just being on campus, like seeing all the people here and everybody here was really nice and kind, and it was a pretty receiving campus. And I committed the next week because I already knew that this is where I was supposed to be. It was one of those moments where, like, you really know. Like, I was I, – there was a lot of question marks up in the air with a lot of other areas of my life, but, like, I was pretty sure that I was supposed to be coming here. I was concerned about that. So. Well, that's cool, Gabe. Well, Gabe, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in sports growing up in California and uh, what are some of the other sports that you did and how did you end up – obviously, you're tall, but not all tall guys play basketball. So tell us a little bit about that growing up and how you got involved in sports. 
Um, I always loved basketball as a kid growing up, but I never really played organized sports until about eighth grade. I played a little bit of like youth league here and there as like more of a hobby, but basketball became a passion when I was in eighth grade. Um, in middle school, I played a little bit of soccer too. Believe it or not, I played a little. I played a little soccer in sixth and seventh grade. That was pretty fun. But I got. I kind of fell in love with basketball when I started. Um, I met one of my coaches, one of my good, like, really good friends this day. Uh, his name is Coach Mike and Coach McDonald. When I met them, and started playing basketball with them, they like really showed me the ropes and really showed me how to, like, what what it really meant to like work hard and. Like, they were the people, they were the two coaches that instilled a lot of the um, traits that I have today and, like, a lot of the principles that I live by today. It was really those two who really got me into it. And so I fell in love with basketball and stuck with it a lot and worked really hard at it. Wow, that's neat. You know, Gabe, I was um, just curious, too, about how you came to know Jesus. You know, what what's your story on on you turning your life and surrendering to Jesus Christ? Um, I grew up in a church family. My family went to church. We all went to church a lot when I was a kid. It was an every Sunday thing. I grew up in a church home, but I really, I didn't really find it for myself until I actually got to NNU because I was really surrounded by like a church background. So it was really something that I already knew and I knew all the stories and I knew all the rules. But obviously, you have to like it comes to down to where you have to make your faith your own type of you have to make it like your own as opposed to something that you just grew up being a part of, or else it sort of doesn't really feel like a choice. But I kind of I really started feeling like I started leading into Christianity a lot more when I got here because when I like look back on my life and reflect on a lot of stuff that's happened, I it's come down to a point where it's like, I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for God's help. Like the people that he like put in my life that to like guide me down this path and then eventually end up here. Like there's no way that could have happened without him intervening. So that's what really led me to it. Right. Well, that's neat. And I know you've been involved with FCA, both on the campus there at NNU, but I know you've you've been a, a huddle leader at camp, and uh, that's when I first met you. I think you were just you were just coming in. Uh, it was before your freshman year, mm-hmm. and uh, we got you involved for for part of the FCA camp that mm-hmm. that particular summer. Um, tell us about that and and your involvement with FCA as a, in the, at the summer camps, the two the two summer camps that you've served at. Well, well, the funny part about that was is that I did, didn't even – I went to – it was crazy because I went to a Christian school, but we didn't have FCA at my high school. So I had no idea about FCA. Coach Rush, we had some time in between camps because I was up here working basketball camps. And we had um, a couple of days in between camps. And Coach Rush was like, there's an FCA camp here. If you guys want to get involved and do that, it's like – to you know, kind of burn some time because we had a couple of days where we wouldn't be doing anything. And I was like, okay, it sounded really good. So I went and I ended up liking it a lot. Like the experience was really cool. And the people I met that was really cool. And so I ended up like being, I guess it would have been more like a co-huddle leader. I was just someone's like, just kind of helping somebody out. Just more like being an assistant. 
and I was only able to stay for a few days. But I was I ended up like doing the basketball camps that we were doing here, and then rolling right into FCA. And so like I ended up having like some I had some pretty long days, but it was really it was really worth it. So especially hanging out with a lot of the kids, and then I knew I wanted to come back this next summer. So it would have been summer going into my sophomore year. I knew I wanted to come back and do it again. And so I came back and I was a full huddle leader and had my own huddle and things like that. And I stayed for the entire experience and it was really worth it. It was really, uh, it was life changing too. It was really one of those things where it's like, you don't really know how it's going to go because you have like a lot of middle schoolers and the middle schoolers are at that age where it's like, they know everything and you know, nothing. And they think it's like a sports camp, but it's actually a Christian camp. We, and like they start off kind of rigid, not really wanting to participate. But then at the end of the camp, like they end up really turning it around. And that's really something that is worthwhile. Well, that's neat. What What's one thing that you really felt the Lord um, say to you or do inside of you because of being a huddle leader at FCA camp and being a part of the training before uh, with Pablo and that team, and then um, and then you, you know, the the worship times during camp, the 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 camp speakers, and then you got to lead you got to lead a couple Bible studies a day too with your small group, right? Your basketball guys. What what right. did the Lord do do inside of you? Um, he helped me become more of a leader. I feel like a lot of a lot of times when it would come down to it, I wasn't really somebody who's super comfortable about like going up front and like taking charge of anything that was going on. I was more of a person that was like, if you told me to do something, I'll just go do it and I'll do the best of my ability. But I was never really the type of person to like go out and say, Hey, we should do this. And we need to do this. And this needs to get done. And so like leading a huddle group really helped me um, be more assertive than that. And it also, led me to be more it taught me like a lot of patience and to be flexible because I'm a very much a person who like if I plan something out and I want things to go like a b and c I want this stuff to happen in like this amount of time and if it doesn't happen like this then I usually get pretty like frustrated with it but like obviously at SCA like you're gonna have kids who don't want to do a b and c so you're gonna have to compromise and be able to be able to like have some flexibility and it also taught me a lot of patience too, like just being able to like be calm in situations that are like not going your way. Like it taught me there's some stuff about it that I really wasn't expecting for it to teach me, but then it did. And ended up leaving there with a lot of, with like a lot more gain. Like I'm pretty sure I learned more than the kids did. In all honesty, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. Like just the growth that I gained from that camp was really something. It was a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. That's neat. I, I know what you're saying there, Gabe, because uh, it seems like when you humble, when we humble ourselves before the Lord and go serve, mm-hmm. God ends up doing incredible things on the inside of us. And I mean, there's, right. you know, there's so many times that we think, oh, we're going to go do this. We're going to go do this for the Lord. And, and it, we almost, it almost comes out of arrogance, right? Sometimes, and maybe, you know, that, Oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to do this, this, and this. And we think it's me, me, me. And, and it's in the name of Christianity or, or, you know, a church, but 
it's really when you humble yourself right before the Lord and say, okay, Lord, like you, like you're describing and then God does all this great stuff inside of you. So, well, that, that's really neat. Right, exactly. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here on heart of the athlete today, we're visiting with a six foot nine center from NNU, Gabe Murphy, all the way from California. And uh, Gabe, you've been involved with FCA there at NNU and I know you guys meet on Monday nights what has that been like for you? What, what kind of encouragement has the Lord, um, you know, spoke to you through, through being a part of that community, that FCA community on campus there at your college? It's been, it's been great. I know a lot of times with the, uh, just, just college, just being how college is, you get, you tend to get pretty stressed out about certain types of things, but FCA has really been a, a place where like we can go and like talk about, like the struggles that we all go through as student athletes, like, especially like there's a, there's always a struggle with being competitive and being like a, being a Christian, like those two things, like you may not think at first that they go hand in hand because you want to be competitive. You want to just like tear everything down in front of you and like, not let like not be super graceful for to everybody. And like, you want to just compete always. And you want it, like you want the glory to be on you, but with like the point of FCA is that is to tell us that it's all supposed to be for God's glory, and it's a really good reminder that we all need to be serving and trying to work to the best of our abilities because it's just our gift back to God because He gifted us all these abilities. And so, being a part of FCA on campus has been a really good reminder of that. I know like every single message that we get is always a really good one. And it always feels like it's like just placed whenever like I'm thinking about it. Like I've been struggling with A, B, and C. Like we'll talk about it that night and like it'll just be like, crazy. Like it happens almost every single time. Like it was something that was on my mind that I was wanting to talk about, but then it's already handled. It's already right there. So it's really good. It's really, really good. Well, that's neat. And praise God, you know, for – you know, for your involvement. And I know, I know they appreciate you being involved over there and, and you're right. It's about, you know, playing for him. And, and like you said, you know, giving glory to the Lord and, uh, and, and having him be our audience, right. Our audience of one. So, well, Gabe, I, uh, I, uh, I was doing a little research on you and I wanted to, I, I found out that um, shrimp fettuccine is your favorite <laughs> meal and you love your favorite yes. dessert is red velvet cake with cream cheese yes. frosting. Tell us about that, Gabe. Oh uh, man, uh, we were there's a restaurant that I like to go to that my family goes to in San Francisco called Scomas. It's like right on the pier, and it has this super like it's on the pier, so they go out right over like right behind the restaurant, and like you go like fish everything, and then bring it in and like cook it, and so. I had shrimp fettuccine Alfredo one night there, and that's like just became my favorite meal. Like I'm a really big like pasta guy, and then my auntie on my on my siblings' birthdays, like on all of our birthdays, she makes us this red velvet cake, like homemade red velvet cake with cream cheese frosting, and it's the best dessert I think I've ever had. Like, <laughs> like it's it's crazy that like I say that because like you're supposed to be an athlete and like eat super healthy, but like. My go-to cheat meal, whenever it's possible to get my hands on some of it, it's definitely red velvet cake, 100%. Nice. 
And like, I've loved this since I was a kid. Like, it probably will never change unless they invent something new, but it probably won't. So. <laughs> wow, that sounds good. You're making me hungry. I tell you, my <laughs> wife and I, we love we love seafood, and she's originally from the mm-hmm. Seattle area, so we we love some great seafood. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Gabe, um, I know um, it's been um, it's been a challenging, you know, eight nine months, hasn't it? With uh, basketball season, the end of the basketball season kind of got cut off there, and then mm-hmm. um, back last spring in March, and then um, you know, as a college student, have to do school online, and and uh, and then this fall has been challenging as well, and like you were saying mm-hmm. earlier, just to you know, the season for you guys right now is delayed in the division two and the GNAC here, the great Northwest athletic conference that NNU is a part of right. um, what, what has been at the forefront of your prayers and, and, and what has God been teaching you through all of this? Um, the thing that has been the forefront of my prayers for sure is like the people who like this pandemic is affecting like this pandemic affects a lot more people than others. Like it's hitting some people, like it's hitting everybody way differently. So like my, my first thought is like the people who are struggling with it are still continuing to struggle with it, that they can, that like rest and comfort will come to them soon. Like I'll bring them rest and comfort because I know it's really tough for some people. And like in some states restrictions are more than others. Like some people are doing fine. Other people are like, really struggling with it and like mental health wise it's been pretty it's been a tougher spot for some people so it's like it's um it's challenging it's definitely been a challenge for me too because I'm a really big like people person like you can't really like have a ton of you can't really do a ton of like social stuff right now because of all like all the stuff going on like NNU has been doing a good job of still trying to like implement things like community-based activities are still safe and so they've been doing a really good job with that, but it's just been, it's been tough and like things switch and change like the ebb and flow of things. Like just when I'm starting to get into a schedule, boom, we have another, like we have a schedule switch because some new, like a new rule came out or something like that. Like every five, like we were supposed to start, we were supposed to have a game. What is it? 20th. We were supposed to start our season. Uh, shoot like in two weeks like we were supposed to start like December 13th or something and then the season got pushed back again to January and then we only play three other teams it's, it's like everything's always getting switched around left and right and so like just um it's taught me a lot of like again like even with the FCA camps it's taught me a lot of like patience and flexibility with everything that's going on how to lean more into uh, lead more into God than to like rely on my own strength because I know that there's a lot of stuff right now that I can't do by myself. Like having basketball and school in the middle of a pandemic is really hard for a lot of, in a lot of ways. But I'm grateful to be on any of campus right now because like there's not a lot of people who are even in school. Like, there's a lot of people who are just at home. Like I know a lot of my friends who live in California right now aren't in school. Like there's no school. They just have like all online stuff. I know like if I had to do another semester of online school, I don't even know what I would do. It'd just be <laughs> it'd be a really difficult like situation. But 
I, at the end of the day, I'm just I'm grateful. I've been learning to like count the little like count the little things, like how like count count my blessings always, and just be grateful for the opportunities I do have, and not and try not to focus as much on what I can't do or don't have. Right. Well, I I just you know I just sense in you, Gabe, that God has just given you a piece to to roll with the punches, uh, however they come, and that you're that you're tapping into the father you're tapping into the, the creator of the universe to for that peace you know to do that and um i know you guys have had some crazy different rules i think is, is one of the things you guys have to practice outside now or something like that is that is that one of the things that we've had to, the gym has been closed and so we've been doing like all of our um we've been doing our conditioning outside it's like usually how we do it is we'll have our safety conditioning, like our weight sessions, be our conditioning, and then we'll have practice be practice. But since we don't have practice, we do. He'll send us to be like, here is your workout. You guys go to different fields, wherever you can find a field. Just don't be super close together, and then you do our we do our running outside. <laughs> so, and like we have like, and like we'll have like Zoom calls where like we'll work out on Zoom calls and stuff like that. Like it's it's so, like it's a whole bunch of stuff that we do to stay in shape and <laughs> stay at it because like we can't just stop for two weeks and we'll, we'll just get it super out of shape so we just got to continue to just keep working and keep trying to push the envelope however we can even if the ways are not super conventional or convenient in any way we just <laughs> just got to figure it out yeah, it's so interesting. I know there's a little uh, outdoor basketball court in the park right behind my the FCA office, and I see mm -hmm. some of your guys, some of your teammates over there shooting around and doing some two on <laughs> two outside on the asphalt. So it's kind of yeah. uh, kind of like uh, old grade school outside with the the chain the chain net and <laughs> right. So oh yeah, I had a ton, I had plenty of those moments at home too. Just a ton of just like out out on the blacktop with your little kids. I remember I had to get a I had to get a hoop. Where did I get it from? Um, I got a hoop from one of my sister's friends because we didn't think we were gonna need a hoop because we always thought we all we always had gym access, so we didn't really need a hoop outside when I was at home. And then I had to go get a hoop from one of my sister's friends because there's all of a sudden no like no park hoops to play on. Like it was just like back out on the blacktop like we were kids again. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, Gabe, we've yeah. just got about a minute left here, and uh, I wanted to just see, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, do you have a life verse or maybe a, a verse or a passage that the Lord has really been, that's been, he, he's been really speaking to you through the Bible and uh, here lately, maybe through this pandemic, that that would be, that God's really been speaking to you? Um, it's, It was actually more of like a, it's more of like a song. There's a song called Eye of the Storm by Ryan Stevenson. I'm not sure if you've heard it or if anybody listening has heard it, but it's definitely been one of the songs that's, that's been like speaking to me lately because there's a lot going, there's a lot going on right now. Like we're living through so many historical events and it feels like every month is a new thing. And like with all this craziness that's going on, you have to remember that like God is still in control of the situation. And you just need to make sure that you lean on him through everything. Like, especially when things get tough, you start to feel like you want to just like kind of break away from it and like kind of do things your own way. But you need to make sure that you're still keeping God and like keeping God in control of everything because 
at the end of the day, he still like he like he created all of this. He made all of this. He's still in control of the situation. Everything will turn out okay. You just need to make sure you put your trust and faith in him at all times. That's been one of the main messages I've been repeating to myself because I know when things get crazy, I start to like panic and try to do things my own way and then like shut okay. myself in. But I can't let myself get into that mindset because if I let myself get into that mindset, then I'll just like just keep straying further further away from God. So I need to remind myself every day that God is in control and that everything will still be okay. And to just lean on him and keep praying and keep the faith and make sure that I also am doing everything I can to make sure other people's faith is doing good as well. Well, that's great. Well, Gabe, it's been uh, great to have you on the show today. And uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're getting ready for Thanksgiving break here. Mm -hmm. So thanks again. And uh, thanks for being on Heart of the Athlete today. Oh, anytime. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. You bet. Folks, if you're interested in getting more information about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you can go to fcaidaho.org and get our contact info there So and get in touch with us. God bless and have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.